0: get some business out of the way real quick if you don't mind uh spotify just started this new thing so our host anchor uh is owned by spotify and so they just created this thing where you can subscribe via spotify or via a link in our on our page at uh anchor.com okay sorry anchor.fm tig show there's a button there that says subscribe or you can do it through the Spotify app. And uh, I think I'm going to be able to give subscribers the podcast audio version up to five days early, kind of like the, kind of like the Patreon, but if they don't want to join Patreon, uh, they can get it directly through Spotify by subscribing. It's 99 cents a month. Wow. Anyone can do that. Uh, So check, uh, go to anchor.fm slash TIG show and you'll see the link there. Um, But I don't, I haven't uploaded a podcast since I set up that service, so I don't know exactly how that's going to work. So if 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 our millions of listeners wait a week to do that, I'm fine with that. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then go to tickshow.com for anything else you need. How to become a Patreon uh, subscriber? Uh, Tickshow.com/slash/merch to get T-shirts, uh, all kinds of good shit at tickshow.com. All right, Scott, what are you drinking today, my friend? Oh, hold on. Let me get to my notes. Is there, there we, we go. go? Cameras off. Oh fuck balls. Back? Yes. There you go. All right, fine.
1: <sighs> I won't use my notes.
0: You can't. You can't look at two screens. I can't
1: navigate away from
0: this app. Jesus Christ! Your fucking device is Apple. Terrible.
1: I've got an old Ellsworth Brewing Company CN i have to put it in front of me because of my background
0: right but, cn and
1: i've got uh the matching glass
0: Ooh.
1: it's just got the flag
0: okay did you go to ellsworth. the did you go to the old ellsworth brewing company by your house to get that i didn't no i got this at my total wine okay have you ever had it before have you ever had any of their stuff i have before? not
1: i've never been to old ellsworth nor have i had any of their offerings
0: yeah. It's literally the closest brewery to your house, right? No. Oh, 12 West is probably closer. Okay. But no, I don't
1: really count them as a brewery. Yeah. No one cares. All right. Uh, what I am looking at untap though, Cause I made some notesies. Nice. It is a 5.5% 37 IBUs. Um, the, it says it's a, Arizona steam ale is what the can says. Fuck it. I don't know what a steam ale is, but their description says we fermented this lager like an ale to push forward the amazing flavors of Arizona grown grain. We then lagered CN for an additional five weeks to make this beer super enjoyable and easily enjoyed. Both of those things. Right.
0: Well, I, guess you're, I guess you'll be the judge of that.
1: Uh, yeah, I had to scroll a ways to find anybody that said anything about this.
0: Yeah, not a lot of comments on Untappd. Yeah, just and rating. there's no entries for it on Beer Advocate. But Ryan says,
1: eh. eh.
0: That's not me. Unless it was me. No, because mine would say TIG underscore show. Yeah. So speaking of uh, untapped, you can get on there. You can become our friend on untapped at TIG underscore show. I say our friend, but it's it's our account. But I'm the only one that posts to it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what Steam mail is. I'm going to have to Google that. Yeah, that sounds like more work than I'm ready to devolve into. Devolve into. Devolve. Yeah. Work not, is devolving. Yeah. This podcast is devolving. OK. <laughs> I am drinking a beer that was brought hand delivered and brought back from Texas. Uh, so it probably has COVID on the can. Um, Real Ale Brewing Company's Devils Backbone Belgian style triple. Uh, or tripel. however, no. I, I'm not I'm not a hoity toity. I'm like, you know, I'm blue collar guy, so I'm going to say triple uh, 8.1%. Uh, again, my brother brought this back from Texas uh excited to try it I did also go on untapped and uh uh it's got a 3.7 out of five not the best score and Nick's s says not my scene at all so I don't know I you'd have to know what kind of scene Nick's Nick's s is into it's true we have no context that's right I mean his scene could be uh I don't know licorice flavored beers and this just doesn't fit in that scene I don't even know what scene I'm in you know i i like the brickwork though behind you oh thanks i had nothing to do with that i appreciate that though yeah because i am watching a football game i had to adjust my seating arrangement today uh all right so that's what we're drinking you got a five five i got an eight one see the problem with belgians or belgian as someone i once knew said there, it's going to be like sour and kind of that taste I don't like, that uh, bologna juice taste that I'm not a big fan of. It's going to be very weedy. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I do have a, a natty light as a backup if worse comes to worst. Worse comes to worst? Is it worse comes to worst? Or is it worse comes to worse? Um, something's going on with the internet I don't yep. know if it's you or me I don't think it was it disappeared me appeared on me oh you locked up on me excellent fun stuff fun stuff all right uh here we go world famous TikTok sec- segment uh I have nothing to add to this I thought I wrote something in here but it's not in there but it also uh does oh yeah it's there but it doesn't matter I haven't done anything exciting except uh the wife and I, in an effort to get away from murder shows and watch something that's just super digestible and I can just be on my phone and not have to pause it every time I leave the room, we've started a chronological rewatch of Friends on HBO Max. And I'll say it holds up for what I need it to do, which is almost nothing. But I remember in my early 20s or late teens, like I would go to my buddy's house and uh, like we would watch, Thursday must see TV Thursday nights and get drunk and watch like this and like desperately seek or not desperately seeking Susan. That's a different movie, but (laughs) suddenly Susan Susan, Boston common single guy this like we watched them all. Uh, And then usually when ER came on, we'd go out and play drunk tennis or something. But I thought it was I thought it was great in the early 90s. But maybe it's because I always had a fantasy of like living like that. Like I think I've talked about this like with new girl. Like living in a loft somewhere with your best friends just sounds like sounds like heaven to me when you're in your mid-twenties. Uh, now it would suck because they have kids running around everywhere. You know? Yeah,
1: I, I do remember watching Friends, and I'm sure I thought it was funny. Um, I don't remember the later seasons, like like with X-Files. I just lost interest at some point or outgrew
0: right. it, it or something. Well, I mean, when Friends started, you would have been in – Maybe elementary school still. So that makes sense that you wouldn't have. friend starting what? Ninety? Ninety one. Ninety four. Ninety four. Yikes. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I was I was 18 or so. You were probably you're 12, 12 uh, ish, 13. Yeah. Something like that. Just learning your locker combo at the new middle school and just wondering if you're wearing all the cool fashions. Trying to hide my braces from everybody. Right. Your Alonzo morning Jersey. Uh, but yeah, that's all I've really, and then we watched a uh, quiet place too. So if you're a fan of a quiet place, you can get more of that in a quiet place part two. It happened again. It ha- it still happened. It does do that thing that I like where it picks up immediately after the last movie ended. If you're going to make it a sequel, don't be a bitch and make it a real sequel, you know, like Halloween two or something. It's got to start still haven't seen the second, the first one. Oh, they're both good. I only got them because uh, Friday night I had a little buzz on and I had to get Peacock to watch Everton game. So I had to re-up my Peacock sub- subscription. Uh, but in my uh, in my limited mental capacity, I re-upped my Paramount Plus subscription and then was pissed that I couldn't find the game. And I realized, well, why I have a week trial to Paramount Plus, we might as well watch Quiet Place uh, but they're both on Paramount Plus. Too many things. Yes, I know, it sucks, but I do like those movies. I like A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place 2. Uh, they're fun for what they are. Scaled down movie making it's fun. Everyone should give it a shot. Uh, but that's it for me. I recommend nice. A Quiet Place, A Quiet Place 2. I don't recommend Friends unless you're just like me and you just need something that's not fucking uh, you know, dead for the holidays or like Kill Sisters or whatever the fuck other bullshit <laughs> shows. Uh you know, 40-year-old women watch. If you want to avoid that shit, Friends is good for every... It's easy to digest. And it is funny. There's, like, gay jokes and shit in there that nowadays it's so, like, jarring. It's so jarring. But back then, it was just, like, everyone was laughing at them. Yeah.
1: Um, As I was watching Party Down, Mm -hmm. there was some questionable stuff. And I was thinking,
0: when was this made? Yeah.
1: It was, like, 2009.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right on the edge of they should have known better, but it's also supposed to be like a raunchy comedy. So I don't know. I don't know how we need to have I I don't know if we need, uh, you know, maybe we should have uh, someone on here of a certain uh, lifestyle and they could tell us whether it's offensive. Maybe they think it's funny, you know, like if they were making short fat guy jokes, I wouldn't be offended. I would probably chuckle. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I can't reach the top shelf you know that happens right
1: like i was hanging my uh, 10 year old's pride flag
0: up on their wall the
1: other day because they couldn't reach yeah and i was asking them is this straight and then i thought oh well that's not the point is it
0: it's not the point but also uh they shouldn't need a straight man's help for anything so they should have figured out how to put that flag up for themselves
1: Dad can always help
0: yeah yeah. When I was at my parents' house a couple of weeks ago with my brother, I must've asked him like five times over the course of two days, like, Hey man, can you get that? Like, can you grab that? Or like, we were painting a mural and I'm like, I can't reach that shit. You got to do it. You know? So if there was like, I'm fine with short jokes. I've been short my whole life. I'm used to them. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The, the, it's not as offensive as like, like I was watching true romance recently and I was cringing at some of the content in true romance. Uh, my favorite movie of all time. I wasn't cringing at the gay jokes and stuff. I, it's it's in fun. It's, it's uh, I don't know. Maybe if I was gay, I wouldn't think it was in fun. Maybe we should stop talking about this. But you yeah. did finish. You did finish Party Down. I have not finished it yet. I, I think I think I have like three or four episodes left. It's only two seasons. It's only like 20 episodes. Yeah, it's 20 episodes. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. She's not as cute if we're going to be offensive here. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan with her bangs in season two is not as attractive as lizzie kaplan with no banks in season one she looks like she prison cut her bangs for season two like you know what i mean like they look they look rough yeah all right yeah uh but hey i'm not a guy i don't like banks what are you gonna do uh okay why don't you keep moving forward because i'm literally out of tiktok sure so since
1: i finished party down i had seen an ad for this at every fucking ad break during the show so i started Modoc. which is weird that it's a hulu show marvel show it, whatever i'm two episodes in i i started it the other night watched two episodes didn't watch any more of it last night i usually give a show three to get me going but uh i don't know if i'll continue yeah, it wasn't doing it for me. It, it, I'm not familiar with all the robot chicken, like adult swim stuff. Right. I've seen the commercials and it feels exactly like all of the commercials and the commercials do nothing for me.
0: Yeah. I remember a couple of months ago I saw uh, they released like a six minute snippet from the pilot of Modoc, And I remember watching it and thinking it's actually funnier than I thought it was going to be. Like I actually thought it was kind of funny uh but i it's one of those things that like if it's not front of mind i am never going to see remember to seek it out and again if i tell my wife i'm going to put on Modoc, and then she sees one second of it i'm watching it on my phone or i'm watching it on my tablet i
1: I feel like it's got different layers of gimmick like the idea of Modoc living this suburban life is gimmick the uh, claymation style of animation is gimmicky is it's just it's too much It, it if they were like five minute shorts on the end of like WandaVision right maybe maybe it would be something but uh like 28 minutes at a time is too much
0: yeah yeah I feel like it does need to be like a yeah at the end of like Falcon and the Winter Soldier or something have a nice five minute epi uh yeah i haven't watched a do- uh, a drop of it uh you have uh oh the spider-man trailer i was talking to gonzo this morning and i said i'm not watching it because i i want it to be as weird as it can be and i don't want to watch any weird spoilers although mm. people won't shut the fuck up about it so i pretty much know i just haven't visually seen anything but i have an idea of what happens yeah, my, uh, my 13-year-old came running out of his bedroom
1: last night yelling for everybody to come into the, to the room and
0: sit down because we got to watch the trailer. Yeah, go hang out in his, uh, pre- in his pubescent pigsty and watch the trailer to Spider-Man Homeward Bound, whatever it's called. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that was it. Home Alone. Oh, it should, it should be Homeward Bound. It should be him trying to get a dog home and just the adventures that happens along the way. Yeah or yeah,
1: it, he falls off a spaceship or whatever in like middle America, and he's got to venture his way home.
0: Yeah, like a less shitty Iron Man three, you know, because there's a puppy in it. Right. Right. Uh, no, what did you think about it though? Again, like I said, I haven't seen any Meh. of it. The
1: trailers don't do anything for me.
0: Right. So I.
1: Uh... Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much because you seem very fingers in your ears, la la la, sort of don't tell me shit.
0: Well, it's one of the only upcoming Marvel movies I want to see. So I don't I might as well keep the keep the uh, the facade and keep the uh, idea of it in my mind rather than let it be ruined by a trailer. I did, right. see, I did see photos, and as much as I like it when comic artists make the blue part black on Spidey's costume, I didn't like it in the photos I saw from the trailer. He has a black and red Spidey suit, and I didn't love it.
1: Yeah, um, there seems like a lot going on,
0: and it feels like it could be very easily muddled. I
1: think with his identity outed, it would have been a great time for Craven. But- yeah whatever i don't know they know what they're doing like they have they have built up enough trust at this point right to to at least get me to purchase it or go to the theater or whatever um marvel movies are consistently average to
0: good i don't think there have been any true stinkers no you'll have fun no matter what uh but yeah, I, I just I'm not I, I decided and it, maybe it's just maybe it's a trend I want to continue. But if it's a movie, I think I want to see. Uh, I think I'm I'm, I'm not going to watch trailers anymore. Like I used to watch all the trailers. But I think I'm done with that. I think I'm going to try yeah. to be the guy who doesn't watch any trailers. Yeah, whatever. Go in with no expectations, man. Totally. Word up. Uh, but yeah, people seem to be loving it. Uh It'd be cool if there was a live-action spider ham, like a trained pig that's just wearing like a spider suit. Yeah, but still is voiced by John Mulaney. You know, like, uh, what were those movies with talking dogs and shit? Like one of those, like, look who's talking now. You know, which is, I think the benchmark for talking dog movies is, that's all I
1: watch is talking animal stuff.
0: Right, right. (laughs) All right, Uh, and then uh, lastly, you have a podcast recommendation now that you're uh
1: oh yeah i went looking for uh places to find yeah good uh f1 and premier league content i haven't found a premier league podcast yet so maybe you have a rec well but i really uh, like the wtf1 podcast i don't know the host names there were 3 of them on the episode that i listened to but they they all uh their chemistry is pretty good and they seem knowledgeable
0: so all right I, I like and I the, dig
1: the accents.
0: I like the WTF1 name as well. Uh, yeah, I listen to uh, Beyond the Grid, which is an official F1 podcast. Uh, so I listen to Beyond the Grid. And then I also have Grid Talk, but uh, I don't remember listening to that anytime soon. But those are the F1 podcasts I have. Uh, I don't listen to a, a Premier League podcast, but I do sometimes listen to, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Two Robbies, which is... Uh, can't think of their last names, but they're it's a it's a Premier League podcast essentially. They talk all about world football, but it's mostly pod uh, Premier League. The two Robbies is good. Uh, men in sweaters is great, or men in blazers. Sorry, men in blazers is great. Um, but the only podcast I listen to on the reg are the Royal Blue podcast, which is for Everton. It's part of the Liverpool Echo newspaper company. They have a podcast, and then I listen to American Toffees. So you might be interested in seeking out like an American Arsenal podcast, because then they approach it a little differently. Uh, I find the American Toffee podcast to be geared more towards, well, obviously more towards fans in the States. But uh, they don't expect you to know the, 50, the 100 and whatever year history of your team, really. They talk more about current day, where sometimes the Royal Blue podcast will make references to players from like the 60s or 70s that I just haven't uh, mm-hmm. invested time into tracking down. Uh, but those are my two Everton pods. Uh, but yeah, cool. I'm yeah, in, interesting that the, the F1 went off to check that out because when you listen to the F1 official podcast, you're going to get, they're not going to be critical of anybody, right?
1: Yeah. It's why you can't go to like MLB or NFL network
0: for right real stuff. Cause they're all, they're all in the take, right? Exactly. Uh, one thing you should do, especially since you, uh, tend to watch your telly on YouTube, or you tend to watch YouTube on your telly Uh, Tomo F1 is like a British guy. Who's a graphic designer who does a great F1 podcast, but it's video it's video based. So he'll do like uh, like before the season starts, he'll break down all, all uh, 10 of the liveries and how cool they look and uh, where they fucked up in the design part of it. And, And then he'll tweak it. Like he has a program where he can make his own liveries and he'll tweak it. And he's usually better than the teams are as far as the looks, but then he will also like do shows like beginning of the season he'll rank his drivers and then middle of the season he'll revisit that end of the season he'll revisit that. Uh, really great content really uh, a great host uh, and again uh, for all these podcasts we're, we're mentioning, for the most part, you just get those sweet, sweet accents that just make it they could talk about anything and it would sound more interesting than whatever else you listen to that day. Yeah, just about everything I consume right now is, has um,
1: one of the various European accents involved or an Australian
0: accent. Right. Yeah, I wanted to find a version of like a LeVar Burton Reads or something that's like a British lady just reading to me as I go to bed. Or Welsh or Scottish or Irish. Doesn't really yeah, matter.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I find some of the turns of phrase. Coming out of my mouth occasionally. So that's fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like uh, every time my brother mentions a soccer game, I'm like, oh, you mean the match? And they'll be like, oh, I don't like their uniforms. I'm like, you mean their kits?
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like that
0: dog barking is doing my head in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. British people spell tires with a Y. So now I'm like, why are we idiots? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to put U's in words, but. Right. I enjoy it yeah I hear you all right is that it for our tiktok segment I think so I am dripping sweat my AC is not great in this place
1: oh I'm uh, sorry
0: but if I run my fan that's all you'll hear all right today's topic is I'm just trying to apologize for people that have to look at what's happening on the screen um speaking of what's happening uh 18 and a half minutes in we're still scoreless Huddersfield Town against Everton care about cup <laughs> caribou carabao 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 yeah it's an energy drink so they are the sponsor so it's the carabao cup but really it's the english football league cup efl cup uh anyways today's topic scott favorite non-marvel slash dc comic book movie favorite non big two comic book movie and i like our notes here are just everything we could see online and we typed in here i assume you (laughs) i i researched this as well because my memory is shit uh I knew I was going to
1: forget some stuff.
0: Yeah, but you just listed the fuck out of some shit here. Um, and you don't have your notes unless we just want to see the word violet on our screen. Uh, you don't have the notes. Uh, so I don't know how you want to do this. Do we want to just. Did you do you know what you I, want to talk I, about? I
1: don't know what notes. I mean,
0: I don't know. What do we need notes for? I wrote. Are we just going to list every non whatever? No, which... We're
1: just going to talk about them.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's uh, let's get into it. Why don't you go first?
1: Sure. Like, uh, what's the first one that comes to your brain? What's the first one when you went to make a list, you know, like I know this one.
0: Uh, well, the first one that came to my brain is my favorite, uh, non-Marvel DC superhero or comic book movie. It might be my top. It's definitely my top five of comic book films and that's kick-ass. Oh, wow. So back in the day when I lived in the Valley before I now live in the Valley, it used to be that free comic Book day is always the first Saturday in May. And that's because comic book movies used to come out the first Friday of May. So that's why they made that day. That's why free comic Book day is the first Saturday in May, because it followed like whatever big comic book release was Iron Man, whatever. And I, I remember it was the first year or two that I was dating my now wife and uh, Atomic Comics, Mike Malvey used to always take us to like a, an evening premiere, like uh, only friends and family of Atomic Comics and only guests of his free comic book day events. So we had like a theater to ourselves, and it was usually, I think it was before Thursday night releases were common or, fr- you know, or whatever. It was a Friday night release. Uh, whatever. I'm just talking now or like whatever. Anyways, I saw kick ass with like just the Atomic Comics crew other guests of free comic Book day. And I brought Michelle and she was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, we'll go to dinner after let's just, you know, I want to, uh, I don't want to not accept the invitation. I was still trying to, you know, buddy up with Malvi, you know, I want to be part of that crew. I'm nothing if not a joiner. So I wanted to be part of the free comic day atomic comics, uh, guys, you know, I wanted to be a guy, uh, for those dudes. So there's maybe like 30 of us in there and, uh, we watched it and my wife and I cracked the fuck up like I didn't I couldn't believe how much I liked it and I've still never read a kick ass comic. Uh, or a hit girl comic, but we love the movie so much I thought it was fucking ins- it was the most insane shit i've ever seen like the scene towards the end when hit girl comes out of the elevator. Bad reputation plays and she just starts fucking people up and she's like a 12 year old girl who looks 10 just murking people. Uh ear, uh ear to ear I think is how you would describe my smile <laughs> in that moment uh and I and I've I'm rewatched. I like, give it a rewatch I don't remember a lot about it I've rewatched it several times I had it on uh what the kids refer to as Blu-ray uh so I have seen it several times since um it's great it holds up it's spectacular solid Nick Cage in it it's just great Mark, Mustach- Mark Mustachio, Nick Cage. Yeah, a Mark, an overacting Mark Strong is what you want out of a Mark Strong. So yeah, it's good. Sinestro, for you dorks. Uh, yeah, and what's his name?
1: Uh, the bad guy from Shazam. God damn it. Uh,
0: the Doctor Savannah. Savannah. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little miscast He's every MC or DCEU villain. Right. Is it wasn't Silvana supposed to be like a little short guy with like a dork and shit, and they just cast him as like Mark Strong, handsome Mark Strong?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I think you're thinking of the the mind guy. Oh, that's right. I am Mr. Mind. Mr. Mind. Right. No,
1: Mr. Mind is
0: the worm, right? Oh, right. No, Silvana is the bald guy with the big glasses.
1: Yeah. Yeah whatever i don't know there's a wonder woman villain that's a short person that, that does like
0: well mm, i didn't i didn't mesmerism mean a, or something i didn't mean a little person i just meant like a short weakling is how he's oh. portrayed in the comics and you get handsome mark strong hms to portray him in the movie <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah wasn't he the bad guy in kingsman too, which is another comic book movie oh maybe I don't he, know
1: I think I just saw him in
0: Corella. oh I'm sorry oh I, I didn't watch it I did pay for it though yeah you did more than more in more than one way uh but yeah you should definitely uh, everyone listening to this if you haven't seen kick-ass in the last uh several years you should give it another shot it holds up really well it's great yeah I'll have to find it somewhere yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, not as much a fan as Kick-Ass 2. I only saw that once and didn't love it. So maybe I need to revisit. I think maybe it's on Prime, but we'll have to see. Oh, well, homework then. Whatevs. Uh, okay, What uh, I think we all know the answer to this, but what comes first to your head when you think of non The non-marvel? first thing that popped
1: in my head was Mystery Man. Oh, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I remember, I, I saw that movie in theaters uh, in the old united artist by metro center and uh yeah i just even then i love that movie it's just so it's a time capsule yeah because e- even though it's this fictional city and it's supposed to be sort of just whatever whenever it's it's totally a, it's a it's a snapshot of 1998 or whenever it was made with a Smash Mouth soundtrack and Janine Garoppolo and
0: Garoppolo.
1: Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is the He's quarterback, a quarterback for quarterback. the Niners.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, she's right. super cute in that movie. Yeah. If you mix them together, you'd have a. Uh, if you mix them together, You'll have uh, yeah. you'll have the funniest quarterback on one of the on a terrible team, right? I don't know if they're still terrible. But yeah,
1: William H. Macy and yeah, uh, ben,
0: ben Stiller. You,
1: you remember Hank Azaria when he was in things?
0: Yeah, I just watched him in an episode of Friends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh. That's uh, I still love Ben Stiller as Mr. Furious. I mean, that's just a great yeah. Cap, Captain I, Furious, I, I do Mr. Find myself furious.
1: Even now. Twenty-five years later, quoting that movie to my kids.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. They should do a sequel now, where he's now Doctor Furious because he's got his doctorate, <laughs> but he still has the same anger issues. Just junk it. <laughs> yeah, it has. Uh, uh, yeah, it has everyone in that movie? It's great. I like it. Uh, it's a. It's that's a movie that holds up too. You can throw that on at any point, and you're not oh, going to be disappointed. Greg, Greg yeah. Kinnear. Yeah, Greg Kinnear. Who was the bad guy in that? Was he
1: coming off of as he, good as it gets?
0: No, this would have been. He was coming off like talk soup and shit. This was before he won an Oscar. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. What if it was like a contract he signed, and then a month later he won an Oscar, and he's like, "Shit." Yeah. Oh uh, man. <laughs> but it is. It is. Uh, it, it was forward thinking. He had like, remember, he had sponsorships on his uniform. Like he was sponsored by like yeah. Shell, Shell Gas, yeah. and Coca Cola and shit. Yeah, I can't remember who the bad guy was in that. Someone, though. Someone.
1: Casanova Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, but it was Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey
0: Rush that's right. Prior to uh, uh, being the dead the dude. The and the Disco Boys. Yes. Prior to all of that. Correct. Good stuff. Two nothing in the span of 10 seconds. Oh, we we're off sides. Doesn't count. Okay. Uh, yeah, great, great movie. I thought you were going to go with uh, the one we've talked about on this podcast multiple, multiple times. I thought you were going to go with Scott Pilgrim oh well
1: that is my favorite one that's my number one
0: okay but yeah we have we have devoted entire episodes of this podcast to that show i feel like we've also done this topic before as well but who gives a shit
1: I, i i don't remember how we addressed this in an earlier episode but it wasn't in this manner
0: so this is fine right people are still getting their money's worth oh i bet um but yeah, I don't know how much we need to talk about Scott Pilgrim. It's, it's another movie that you can just have on. I, I, it's great. One thing about it is I had forgotten how much I liked it until you were talking about it. And then I rewatched it and I was like, oh, yeah, this holds up fantastically. And then I think oh, I watch it. I think I watch it great. twice and twice in one week or something like that, because um, you forget how many people are in it. Uh, it's just fantastic all the way around. And what a, what a coup for a lot of these. Well, I guess not a coup because it was already a super successful comic. I guess technically, Mystery Men, uh, the, the guy who created Flaming Carrot, that's the biggest right. like, sort of indie comic that made it big on screen. But I don't know how much money that made. Whereas Scott Pilgrim, I think, was a fairly big success. It, I think it flopped. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, I don't think the box office on Scott Pilgrim was very good at all. You I. Don't- I it probably broke even, but I don't think it,
0: yeah, it was not a a world burner. Even with the star power of Kieran Culkin?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no. I, I, I do remember reading somewhere that, yeah, it was a disappointing box office, uh, which is a, a fucking shame.
0: Yeah, it is a shame. But Everybody should see that It's movie. one of those movies where I think it found its legs on, uh, you know, uh, on the aftermarket, I guess uh next on my list is something uh, Can you do a thingy on that rail it's called a grind bro uh, oh yeah captain america was in it too uh i so going through my list a lot of my favorite uh movies on this list i never read the comics and this one's a little bit of a cheat because it's based on a french comic that i would never read just because i don't speak french yeah uh, snowpiercer i always forget is based on a graphic novel or whatever they call them graphic albums in, in europe yeah i didn't uh, know that yeah uh it's fantastic it's the my favorite movie where the line we ate the babies first is uttered again by captain america so it's just if you want to see cap talk about eating babies and their soft tender flesh <laughs> uh snowpiercer um again it's now a tv show Deal yeah it's not a tv show without him in it but the movie just holds up i watch the movie fairly often um it's fantastic it's great i love it i've never seen it
1: i think i started it at some point but i don't know i, I, I don't know like uh yeah it's sort of future sci-fi things
0: like uh like sweet tooth aren't really my bag well, they're becoming less enjoyable now because it's becoming less and less fantasy and more and more reality. So these movies are kind of losing, they're, they're oh, kind of right, kill, killing right, my right, buzz. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. But yeah, Snowpiercer has Captain America, has the dude from Old Boy, the Korean version of Old Boy, which is also based on a manga, or I guess a manhwa, I think they call them. Um, and who else? Tilda Swinton is in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Sean Bean is in it. Oh wait, no, he's in the TV version of it. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I forget who. Oh, well, Ed he Harris. Double cross somebody. Yes, he does. But also in the movie version, uh, listener, listener, and friend of the program, Ed Harris plays uh, Mr. Uh, Will, not Wilson. Whatever, Mr. W. I can't think of the guy's name. I oh, I'm literally sober and I can't remember shit as soon as we turn on the video and the recording devices, I can't remember anything, but uh, I recommend for any, if you haven't seen Snowpiercer uh, and you don't like comic book movies, it's probably the least comic book movie of the comic book movies. Um, I really enjoy it. So, well, I will watch it then two just th- for you. Two thumbs way up. Uh, what else? What else are you thinking of? What's next that we're going to talk about?
1: Uh, i think um well yeah like uh, mystery men was the first that came to my mind i think that was my second favorite scott pilgrim being the first and i think i listed the first ninja turtles movie is uh, my third favorite one or at least it, in my top five like that's a good movie like a it, movie movie
0: does it hold up now it holds up really yeah or put it rate- on Ernie Reyes Jr. in a rubber suit holds up. Voiced by
1: Corey Feldman?
0: Well, I think that might have been two different turtles, but. No, it was Donatello. Oh, so they had Ernie Reyes Jr. only for the stunts or only for the acting. And then Corey Feldman was the, the auteur that brought him to life. Right. Okay.
1: But then they had Ernie Reyes out of costume for an actual
0: character in the second one. Oh, okay right junior because ernie reyes would have been in his 50s sure. right right karate master I gotta get that right ernie ernie if he was brazilian it'd be ernie hayes oh, the
1: ernie Reyes junior fans are gonna leap down our throats
0: right and then the guy who uh played casey jones in that was in my one of my favorite movies some kind of wonderful elias Coteus. elias Coteus was in some kind of wonderful yeah. uh yeah and judith hoag that we you know, someone we
1: never heard from again
0: yeah was she April Judith? She Oak? was April. Uh, was she a better April than uh, what's her name, brunette bombshell Paige Turco? I think, right? Yeah, I was thinking of the girl from Transformers, uh, the new ones.
1: Oh, Megan Fox.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, neither Wait, of them. Was she April?
1: Yes. Yeah, I've not seen any of the new ones. Oh, she
0: was April in the in the. Uh, uh, the michael but, bay ones. yes the michael bay ones okay yes but i mean neither none of them can compare to page turco no right no this is a page turco stand <laughs> podcast uh page turco stand sounds like a place you don't want to visit like they're probably in the middle of a civil war i've
1: never been prouder of myself for knowing
0: anything no i rely on you otherwise this whole podcast would just be called you know that person that did that thing <laughs> That was in that thing, that hot chick that was in that thing with Shay, uh, whatever, not yeah. Wiggum, not I, Shea. I Wiggum. think it's
1: a great movie. I I okay, maybe great's a bit too much. It's solid. I, I I thought that the Jim Henson costumes are super cool. I think they're still super cool. You're never gonna see anything like that again, which is a shame that it's it's never gonna be practical, it's always gonna be CG. There's never going to be a bunch of, like, uh, uh, servos and gizmos on a dude's face. Yeah. I, I I like the articulation of the lips. That.
0: Yeah, like you know, rolls it's just, like a rolling just, hill.
1: They're just approximating things.
0: Yeah, you never yeah. see you never see the creases of the rubber in the suit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it, yeah, there are three dudes standing off camera to get Michelangelo his face to say cowabunga
0: is that the one with the ninja rap in it or is that the second that's movie? two okay and that, that does it. yeah
1: after that that car- got cartoony but yeah it was that was not a i the the first movie even though i think the cartoon had premiered already but the movie was the movie was more comic book inspired than cartoon so I, I I appreciated that. Had that gritty realism that Eastman did. and Laird did.
0: wanted. Yeah, it was very dark. Uh, could, I, so next time I watch it, maybe I'll change my TV to black and white and I'll really enjoy it oh, as it was meant to be enjoyed.
1: Right, yeah, the Steve Barron cut.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck Steve Barron is. <laughs> He's the director. Oh, okay. Release the Barron cut. Right. That's right. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. What's next on my list? I think Shredder says oh. something
1: about giving Splinter
0: a reach around. Isn't Shredder the? Isn't Shredder played by the actor that was in Big Trouble for Little Ch- Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Oh, I Can, don't know. Can't think of his name. Very Which one? Very intense Asian man that was in Mortal Kombat. Hmm. I don't was, know. Was Shredder played by a white dude in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. Okay. Oh, so we could still watch it. We can't, we don't have to Me too. Ninja Turtles. Right. I don't know if Splinter's like voice was a white dude. Doing a Japanese.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, doing that thing.
0: Yeah. 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 Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it for us? So we know nope. what it sounds
1: like. Nope. I'm not getting canceled today.
0: Uh, okay. We'll, we'll move on to, uh, I think the last one that I have in 14 point bold font and uh it's sin city so second time in three weeks Sin city comes up but uh this is the this is another comic book movie that my wife will seek out and she'll be like let's watch sin city Hmm. Uh, she loves noir films she really loves this film um and uh i just love how how faithful rodriguez was to the comic obviously because frank miller was involved i think he directed a segment so but at yeah. the at the time, they did some mind blowing shit in this movie. Yeah, that that still holds up. None of it looks shitty. It still holds up. Uh, might not be the best movie. Like if you're just going for straight up just storytelling and and uh, sort of uh, a moving story, but for what it was trying to do, it nailed a thousand percent, and it landed everywhere much more than the sequel
1: yeah i i do remember seeing it i think i liked it um i probably saw it mostly because i was a fan of robert rodriguez like when robert rodriguez is good he's really good yes but there's a lot of um subprime robert rodriguez movies
0: well it's when he tries to well, I guess they're not made for me, like his kids' movies aren't made for me. But like, even a lot of people don't like once Upon, Time, once Upon a Time in Mexico. I love that shit. Like that and Desperado are great. I love that El Mariachi, the El Mariachi trilogy. I like them all. But uh, yeah, I, I never had to watch the bullshit that he made for kids because my kids. I think I watched Shark Shark Girl and Shark Shark Boy and Lava Girl once. Once, but right, he discovered Taylor Lautner. But, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, a lot of, like, his first three movies, and I'm a big fan of this movie in particular. Yeah, another one I'll have to give a rewatch to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, again i like rodriguez and i think i like most of the people involved in the movie itself so. yeah
0: clive yeah. owen mickey work carla Goog- googly eyes bruce willis when he still cared about things yeah bruce willis jessica alba right like i said carly carly Gugliana. is this pre
1: or post 300
0: this would have been post 300 okay but it's much of the same technology yeah yeah uh, and I think that's how Robert Rodriguez films most of his things now. He has a green, ste- green screen studio in Austin, and I think he just films everything there. Uh, yeah, that's what his Spike movies look like.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I, have, I heard I, he, I, I heard I he makes this. those just to build the sets and things for the stuff that he really wants to do.
0: Yeah, he basically said, like, I make these movies for less than like 30 million, they make 100 million, and then I can do what I want on my next movie yeah i have seen a spy kid what a system I, yeah what a what a just genius actually uh but yeah the sequel i don't remember much about the sequel it had uh, eva green in it so i do remember that uh but the first uh,
1: one was the one with uh,
0: elijah wood yes okay yeah yeah i just it's, it might be the most faithful comic book adaptation both in look and in story and in, I mean, some of the dialogue is just straight out. It's like they took it straight out of the comics so uh, or graphic novels, whatever you dorks. Say. Right.
1: Yeah. It, it plays well. It's yeah. exactly what it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are kind of the, the ones that I've already talked about were the ones that immediately jumped to my, into my head. There is one sure. that upon research, I realized, oh, I really like this movie, but. Uh, oh, which one's that? 30 uh, Days of Night. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, it's a really good, again, uh, and maybe the reason these are on there is that, except for Sin City, I haven't read the comics. So maybe it's like, to me, it's just a movie. I don't go into it with expectations. Um, so maybe that has something to do with how much I enjoy them. Uh, but 30 Days of Night was just fun. Uh, got, uh, got hot, hot, young Josh Barnett. Barn- not Josh Barnett. Hartnett. Yeah, Josh Barnett's an MMA fighter. Josh Hartnett is a heartthrob. Um, not that Josh Barnett, the War Master, is not attractive, but Josh Hartnett of Pearl uh, Pearl Pearl Harbor fame, which was on today at the mechanic shop, I was watching a little bit of Pearl Harbor. Him and Affleck have on-screen chemistry like you wouldn't believe. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, is it Cruise and Kilmer level? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, Thirty Days a Night was it was much better than I thought it would be. It was going to be. I just watched it one night for like fun when I had cable or something, and it was just I was. Surprised at how much I liked it. Hmm. But it's a horror movie. You got to dig horror, gore, that kind of stuff. Sure. And it's a great concept. Steve, not this is the brilliant right. concept yeah. for yeah. a vampire That's comic concept slash concept movie. Horror, for yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, nice. yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Why don't you go next?
1: Uh, Rocketeer probably makes my list of top five. Sure. Um, just a super fun movie i showed that to my kids a while back and they dug it just the yeah it's just solid the design of everything is great uh who doesn't love timothy dalton uh uh, billy campbell i think is that the lead yeah i don't know if he went on to do anything else he seems like a, a american movie leading man guy
0: yeah yeah, he could have been. He, if they made a Captain America movie in nineteen ninety three, if they started the MCU back then, he could have been Steve Rogers. Yeah, and I mean that. I it's hard to beat Jennifer Connelly in
1: Rocketeer. I. It, um, it's it's yeah, Gal Gadot levels of
0: distracting. Yeah. yeah so the other night, I'm going to go ahead and admit this. The other night, I messaged you guys because yeah, uh, we were on. Uh, I don't, oh, we we're kind of Googling like, oh, let's watch an 80s or 90s comedy, just uh, nostalgia and we don't have to think about it and it's fun. And uh, my, I was like, oh, Gonzo and I were talking about career opportunities uh, because randomly the guy who directed career opportunities directed half of the episodes of Party Down. He also <laughs> okay. di- He also directed Fred Savage in The Wonder Years and Fred Savage uh, directed, yeah. directed the other episodes of Party right. Down. So they're like a team, I guess. So that got me thinking let's watch career opportunities and sure enough it's it's on prime or something right now and uh, or HBO Max I can't remember which one, and so we put it in and i'm just sitting there watching it and I texted I texted uh, t- two different friend groups. That i'm watching career opportunities and i'm not going to out anyone who texted me back, but the general consensus was. Uh, yeah perfect. perfect in that movie perfect for that time just perfect in general unbelievable we're watching it and my wife's like i just don't get it i don't get why everyone all every every guy she's like i don't get why every guy your age is obsessed with this movie and i'm like wait the roller skating scene is coming up
1: yeah i (laughs) i meant to send you a gif but it didn't come out that way but uh yeah holy god
0: yes Ugh. Yeah, I think my message to you guys was good, oh, Lord fuck, or something like that. Just like, it, it, it just blows my mind. Uh, and before anyone, uh, yeah, she was a, a full blown adult when she filmed this movie. But uh, good God. They don't, yeah,
1: this is a labyrinth.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's right. Of which she was disgusting in Labyrinth. Like, I was grossed out by her in Labyrinth. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. I'll just say that, you know, you know, God, she, she doesn't make them like that anymore. Right. right. I was going to yeah. say, yes. Uh, yeah. Wait, what were we talking about? Oh, Rocketeer. Yeah. Fun movie. Yeah. Rocketeer. Uh, fun movie that could be updated now and make it a little more. So the Rocketeer, my only dig on the Rocketeer on a rewatch is it's very kid friendly, almost to a fault. Uh, like if you made that with like the Russo brothers, you don't have to make it as violent as some of the MCU movies, but like an update, like more action, you know, back then they didn't have the technology to really make it as dynamic as it could have been. Yeah, I guess I thought it was fine. Yeah. I,
1: I, it, I reminded me, I guess a lot of Iron Man. It's like, I, I wasn't, it was cool to see the Rocketeer flying around and shit, but I wasn't bored when the Rocketeer wasn't
0: right screen right yeah now that i think about it aren't they developing a rocketeer 3d animated show with a young girl like a, oh i have no idea i think like a preteen girl gets the pack all yeah, um, right sure maybe that's something that was going to happen and didn't or maybe i can't quite remember
1: i don't know whatevs
0: uh yeah great great uh great choice there uh i'm going to talk about one more real quick i got two more on my list yeah. uh Here's one. So Hellboy 2. I actually prefer Hellboy 2 out of all three Hellboy movies. Huh. Uh, it's it's more Mignola-ish. There's less explaining going on. It's just more weirdness. There's like fairies and elves and shit. And like those metal monsters. The Golden Army. Um, yeah, I feel like the first one felt like it had to go slow and explain everything. And then Golden Army was like, okay, everybody knows this shit. Let's do it. Uh yeah, so I prefer Hellboy too, but I guess the two uh, Guillermo 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 del Toro <laughs> movies uh, I really like. I, I, I watched the newest Hellboy on a plane to Japan, and it was, I couldn't even finish it. I think I turned it off after like 20 minutes. Uh, speaking of, that's who you have on your video, which is, that's one of the best panels of all time uh, for anyone watching the video. Uh, but yeah what are your thoughts on the hellboy movies
1: Uh, i haven't seen two that's because i didn't like one i i thought it it, i thought it was too much like another movie on this list it was two men in blackie i don't like the i guess with the exception of harry potter i don't like the secret world underneath the real world sort of premise oh, I, I love that i shit. don't dig it at all i love it um uh, so i didn't like that about men in black and i thought that the first hellboy movie was aping the same sort of premise and i i it just it put me off immediately
0: i i didn't want any part of it did you watch mullet hellboy what the david harbour hellboy Did oh you watch the that? david
1: harbour one i have not seen
0: yeah i i don't i literally don't remember anything about it other than i don't like it uh, but maybe i should give it another shot i don't know i don't know i i
1: tried putting on
0: hellboy
1: for the kids because my 10 year old that kept seeing the uh the dvd case it added hell in the name so <laughs> they're super, like oh can we ind- watch this can we watch this so i yeah. put it on and after like 15 minutes they just
0: left the room they didn't care right why not why why would they it is dated yeah. and it, it, it just it,
1: reminded me of how boring it was
0: yeah uh, as as far as the movies that i've talked to have, have happened or as far as the movies i've talked to so far talked about uh i got speech problems uh, this one seems dated. This seems very of its time, the first Hellboy. It, it seems very limited in budget, very limited in kind of. It's just very early 2000s.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like it's a thing that translates very well. Like, the Hellboy is a comic book. And I, uh, of all the things that have been adapted, I feel like it's the least adaptable and the most
0: is sort of built with its medium in mind. Well, also you have very unforgiving fans. Everybody wants to see Captain America on the screen. Hellboy fans that you better have the right Hellboy. Like you better have a Mignola Hellboy. You know, maybe it's because it's so defined in one visual sense that anything yes. less than yeah. that is a, is a, is a disappointment. Yes. Yeah. 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 I agree. He does have a pickup truck bed for a bed, and I like that. That's cool. There were some parts I like about the Hellboy movies, but I do like Hellboy 2, Golden Army. It's fun. Uh, All right, why don't you, I'm going to step away from my desk for 10 seconds, but why don't you talk about your next movie? Oh, boy, my next movie. Looking through this list
1: right now, I don't see, okay, maybe one. There's one that maybe I would talk about. It'd be the crow okay i'll be back the in crow 10 seconds <laughs> yes go ahead from uh start with that oh, what's his name who's the director uh proyas uh, proyas the, the guy yeah, in yes, yes. dark city yes dark yes. city yes yes thank you who doesn't love the fucking crow i think i still have the uh what is it the soundtrack the cd lying around here somewhere uh, and every, every, everybody knows about the tragedy and all that shit. But uh, just as a movie, though, like, I've never read a James O. Barr comic book in my life. I'm never going to. Uh, it, the Crow as a premise, I think, is very neat. It's got uh, it's got uh, obviously it's got revenge movie built into it. But then you throw almost sort of supernatural horror zombie stuff on top of it. It's 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 a nice it's a nice genre bender. Uh, I think I just saw the second one. I couldn't tell you who was in it. Is that Eddie Furlong? Oh boy, I don't think so. Not in the second one. Oh, that I don't remember been. who it was. It doesn't fucking matter. The first one is just sort of a kick-ass revenge movie. Eh. Yeah, it's fine. And it's got a legit director, right? Right. A, a visionary auteur director.
0: Well, I don't know if you mentioned this while I was going and grabbing a fresh Natty Light, but uh, Dark City had Jennifer Connelly in it. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's Jennifer Connelly. Uh, Vincent Perez was in Crow City of Angels.
1: Mm.
0: You know, we, we, the, guy we, the guy who's in every I big show Vincent now. Perez. Yeah, I mean, Vincent Perez books uh or movies oh Mia Kirshner was in it she's uh Mia Kirshner I don't know who that is Iggy Pop was in it so oh that indie cred Gonzo loves it I bet because Iggy Pop's in it (laughs) shout out Jay uh yeah I I remember it was uh I I watched it when I the summer I moved back to the states we lived with my grandma for like a month like visiting didn't live with her we stayed with my grandma for like a month while we visited and she drove me to go see The Crow and dropped me off at the theater when I was like hmm. 18. Because I think I came out in 94. I could be wrong. That um, sounds right. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, again, it, kids these days are so spoiled. They will never understand that anything, uh, one level up from a piece of dog shit was a masterpiece for guys who wanted comic book movies, you know, in the 90s. Uh, I read The Crow. Right. I, I own The Crow. It's on my bookshelf. I
1: think this was the same year as Judge Dread.
0: Yeah, that's also on the list. Uh one last crow note for me, James O'Barr uh, came by my, he's in the Southwest somewhere, Tucson, uh, Albuquerque, somewhere, uh, Texas, maybe. He came by my table at a show in Albuquerque one year, flipped through my portfolio and told me how much he liked my work and how good my black and white artwork was. Nice. And I was like, thanks. Do you need That's an artist? That's store? James O'Barr story. Do you need an artist for the reboot of The Crow? <laughs> you just let me know we'll kickstart that shit. Uh, yeah, I don't have much love. I mean, it was a fine movie for, I don't love it. I would, I would, I would skip past it if it showed up on my,
1: so I guess it was the first movie of its kind that I was really exposed to, you know? So this is a sort of, it's not terrible content wise, or, like, terribly offensive content wise, right? So, in 1994, I would have been 13. So, it was like, it, it was one of those gateway movies into other things. You know, it's, yeah. uh, uh, I'm sure the people who loved The Crow loved Fight Club and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. 12 Monkeys and Angry White Men. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I I would put that on my list. I mean, cause just scrolling through this stuff, this shit's pretty thin.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's stuff on here. We'll get to that. Let's get to that in a second. The stuff on here that people maybe smarter than us or, uh, more, uh, educated than us might like, there's a couple on here that are kind of art films, but, uh, the last one I highlighted for myself was, uh, uh, wanted, which again was a movie that was better than I would have thought, even though I never read the comic. Um, and people, I guess people didn't like it because it's not much like the comic. Uh, not at all. But uh, uh, my, biggest, my biggest thought of Wanted is it's why Villains was optioned, essentially. Villains was optioned the week after Wanted opened to like $50 million or something. Because mm. uh, we had a comic that was villain-based, villain-fronted. And uh, yeah, it literally, I even think like our, our publisher's agent at the time was like, cross your fingers that Wanted does well and then literally like 10 days later we had a contract you know uh so shout out to the movie wanted for getting me paid for a couple years um but yeah I just wanted to highlight that but yeah there are movies on here that like history of violence road to perdition there are kind of uh I guess I don't know I don't know how to phrase it because all the movies we talked about are good movies yeah these are movies
1: they're not not traditionally comic booky movies
0: yes like you would never know I mean if you see Hellboy, you're gonna assume that was based on something, but if you see Road to Perdition, I would bet ninety percent of the people who saw Road to Perdition, History of Violence, uh, had no idea that they were based on comic books, um, and they're fine movies. They're just not something I'm gonna rewatch multiple times. But there's nothing wrong with them.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't remember a lot of, about either of them.
0: I the only
1: thing I remember about Road to Perdition was thinking it was just interesting that tom hanks wasn't playing a tom hanks character yeah that's all
0: also his son in road to perdition is currently superman in the tv show oh yeah tyler hoichen hoichen yeah oh how about that Hocklin. however you pronounce it uh and history of violence has vigo in it so it's always going to be good um, he had that great scene in Eastern Promises where he gets in a naked fight in a Russian <laughs> right. bathhouse. Uh, yeah, and then there's some art films on here like American Splendor and Art School Confidential and Ghost World. Uh, all yeah, of, I do own Ghost World. Yeah, I've seen Ghost World. I've seen Art School Confidential. I think I've seen American Splendor. They're all fine movies, uh, but we're not talking about like there's a difference. These are all really well-made movies that I, I'm fine seeing just once. And then there's movies like Kick-Ass where... Like, you know, Kick-Ass is a movie. Uh, uh, you know, um, Ghost World is a film. You know, I can rewatch oh. movies. I can rewatch movies nonstop. Gotcha. You know, I'm not going gotcha. to put on Ghost World for a fun Saturday afternoon, but I am going to put on fucking you know Scott Pilgrim or Sin City for Saturday afternoon fun fest. You know what I'm saying? Um, Tank Girl. Everyone forgets about Tank Girl. I remember I saw it. Tank Girl has a big moment in my life. First of all. I saw it and I dug it. It was also the summer of 94, I think maybe, maybe the fall of 94. What a year. And I dug it, you know, I was into it. I'd never read it. like tech- 86 all over again. Yeah, it was. It was the 86 of 94s, but it was, <laughs> but, uh, like I, I never read a tank girl comic I knew it was based on a comic, but I just remember it was fun. It was, uh, it was obs- like obnoxious. It was just fun or whatever. But when I was told I had to move to Arizona cause my parents were kicking me out of my house. Uh, I was 19, and I went to I went to Zia Records on a weekend trip, and I bought the Tank Girl soundtrack, and they gave me a pair of boxers with hearts on it, and it was a giveaway with the tank, with the soundtrack, and that. So as soon as the guy handed me a pair of underwear, this guy Dave Parker, who rest in peace, Dave Parker, handed me the he. I bought the CD, he handed me the CD back with a pair of heart boxers, and then I said, "How do I get a job here?" And he said, "Bring in a resume." And some guy in the back was like, yeah, the weirder, the better, man. And some guy showed me like somebody brought in a resume on like a roll of toilet paper or something. And I'm just like, and I and he looked at me and he's like, just bring in a resume. So I brought in a regular, <laughs> regular paper resume the next day. And I got hired like two days after that. So when I moved nice. to Arizona, I had a job. But uh, yeah, I wore those heart boxers for years. Ye- the common, because it's old, it's like a joke, like the old heart boxer joke. It's like a joke. But uh, I wore those motherfuckers. Right for a long time they're high quality underwear for a giveaway uh that's my that's my tank girl story um yeah i can't believe Ice T was was a kangaroo man in that movie uh but yeah uh so tank girl has some memories for me the rest of this stuff uh I don't yeah know. I, I i
1: haven't seen a good portion of this stuff uh barbed wire my mom took me to see that <laughs> was again? I think that was. I think that was ninety four. Maybe it was ninety five.
0: Oh my I don't gosh! Know. Uh, oh, that, that I think that was like 97, 98 uh, I don't know. All right. The keep, keep, keep. mask. Everybody knows the mask. Yeah, I don't love that movie the way a Put lot of people Jim do. Jim Carrey on the map. Yeah, I don't. That movie doesn't do anything. But I. That yeah, it's been 94. nothing like the
1: books. I prefer the books.
0: Uh, the mask might have been ninety four. Uh, Spawn. Spawn Yeah, Barbed Wire was 96 96 Yeah, Spawn, uh, whatever
1: the Spirit Ugh, the Frank have... Miller's directorial turn Yes I never saw it
0: uh, Dread is much better than Judge Dread Yes Yeah, much yeah, handsome agreed. Agreed. Much more Phantom
1: handsome. Uh, I went to see that opening weekend with my dad and I got a souvenir phantom ring It's the coolest fucking thing I own It's going to be an heirloom
0: yeah, I bet. Uh, Billy Zane, I just saw what did I just see with oh, uh, Wyatt Earp has a uh, Billy Zane in it, yes, yes. Oh, no, not Wyatt Earp, Tombstone is Tombstone,
1: too. Yeah, Tombstone is
0: the Kurt uh, Russell, yes,
1: yeah. Oh, but what's her name? She voiced Lois Lane
0: on the cartoon, yeah, Dana Delaney, yes, thank you, yes. Yeah, and and, um, and uh sorry, one one last Billy Zane note. Uh Billy Zane's <laughs> death is what turned Jason Priestley against the Cowboys. Because Jason Priestley yes. play, plays plays a young man who's hiding they're hiding their sexuality. Right. Uh it's a triggering moment for young Priestley. Better yeah. listen to your friend Billy Zane. He's yeah. a cool guy. Yeah, I don't remember From Hell uh at all. I never saw it. So uh, I actually was a fan and I have it on DVD of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. People hated it. I thought it was fun. What are you going to do?
1: Uh, you know what I really like is the the practical Mr. Jekyll costume.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That actually worked out pretty well. It looks really cool. Yeah. It's just fun. I mean, it's fun movie. You get fucking Sean Connery. I think that's Sean Connery's last movie. <laughs> what a way to go out. Alan Quartermain. Uh but yeah, people hate on that movie. It was fine. That was another movie that came out in like 97, 98. What the fuck do you want Yeah, from I wouldn't these say people? it was
1: good, but it doesn't deserve the hate.
0: No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, we talked three, about 300. Yeah, classic. Most people don't know it's Do you a remember
1: that this was a thing? This was a movie? RIPD? I, I had never heard of the comic, and I barely heard of the movie.
0: I only know it was a thing because I think somebody... Uh, I don't want to use the term friend because I don't know how f- if we're friends, but like an associate, like somebody that was in indie comics in the late or in the uh, like early 2000s, I think created it. So it was like a it was like a contemporary made good and his book got picked up and uh, all that shit. But uh, I never saw it. No. But isn't it like Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds? Yes. You would think a movie like that would have some sort of cult status or something? apparently it's that bad yeah apparently uh we're gonna talk about tank girl 10 10 was fun but i'm not a Ten Ten fan so i really don't. never saw a it american yeah. splendor
1: again never saw
0: never saw our school confidential or bloodshot didn't we do a didn't we do an episode where we predicted the bloodshot movie and then we never either neither one of us saw it but no, i think i, don't, I th- don't think we did that <laughs> i thought we did where we talked about what we would do with a bloodshot movie no, but. I, I i don't know what the concept of bloodshot is he has nanites in his body that makes him like bionic, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Uh, yeah. Cowboys and Aliens was a comic. That was a John Favreau movie.
0: It was it a Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford, and Ford and Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Yes. Yeah. That was uh, one of the first, uh, was it legendary? Yeah. Legendary essentially was created as a comic book imprint and a movie studio. I think for this film, hmm. that could be wrong. Uh, uh faust was a spawn ripoff they made a Maybe faust a predated movie? spawn yeah predated spawn faust is from like the late 80s early 90s okay i didn't know they made a faust movie uh
1: yes uh they featured it on my favorite youtube show best of the worst and it was- looks like The most bonkers thing that's ever been put together. I mean, the
0: the comic, I have a friend from high school that's one of his favorite comics, and it's also just basically just horror and tits, I think is what Faust is.
1: It it has a specific audience, and I don't want to talk to anybody in that audience.
0: No, but if you're a fan of Jim Ballant, you probably love Faust. Yeah. Uh, Next on the list is I Kill Giants, which ironically I haven't seen yet, but I did buy the graphic novel to be part of the cab comics book club this weekend. Mm. so I, I do have to read this fucking thing in the next. Like, I know two days. that
1: is currently on some streaming service I have because I have skipped over it a couple times, meaning to watch it.
0: I love the, I, I think the movie from the trailer and everything looked great. I just never saw it for whatever. like. I remember liking the trailer and then when it came out, I just didn't see it. Yeah. So uh, Kingsman, I never saw either. Oh, of them. Kingsman's great.
1: It's fun. Uh, it's super red. Fun. Who did that? Was is Co- that a Cully? Cully Hamner and Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis. Time Cop apparently is a movie, the Jean Claude Van Damme vehicle from guess, maybe also 1994.
0: That sounds about right. Wow. Yeah. Exciting shit. I don't remember anything uh, about it.
1: Extraction from last year.
0: Based on uh, lots. C- I, I
1: enjoyed it. Yeah, based
0: like on uh, La Ciudad from Andy Parks and the Russo Brothers. Yeah, so this is I, I kind of a it's kind of a cheat. I mean, it was a concept by the Russo Brothers that was a comic before it was a movie. But it was created essentially, I think, to be a movie. Uh, but yeah, Andy Parks, shout out to him. It, it, it might be the most solid recent action movie I've seen. Yeah, it's great. There's a scene where a dude runs at him and he kicks the guy. And then the guy goes halfway through a hole in the wall. So his head bounces off and it makes his body flip. <laughs> Great. It's, it's, it's right up there with like the John wick shit, but it's more like brute strength, John wick, where he's just throwing people through shit. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed extraction. Yeah, it was good. Another Netflix movie on here. Uh, the old guard. It was fine. I got halfway through it. it was good. It was good. It's fine. Yeah. It I think, okay. a, I think a sequel would be better because a sequel, you don't have to explain everything and, uh, lean so much into the, the concept of it and you can just tell a story? Yeah, it.
1: I don't know. The group of gun-toting mercenaries, I think I'm over. It seems like every... Uh, I don't know. It, 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 now, when I think of that sort of... Uh, a movie trope i think of uh army of the dead or i think of uh the first uh resident evil movie there's just so much garbage we're we're so far off from predator that it's just it's eaten itself and it's just this stupid I don't like it is what I'm saying. I didn't finish the movie because I thought it was boring and um, contrived. uh,
0: Uh, I'm not going to finish it. Next on the list of a movie that was more boring than it should have been is V for Vendetta. Uh, Uh, I remember watching it and thinking it was good, but it also I was like, man, this fucking thing drags. You know, I don't know what I was expecting. Again, I never read the comic, so I don't know what I was expecting.
1: Yeah, I, I am not familiar with the book. I've seen it once, maybe. I thought it was probably okay. Yeah. Um, it is, as, long, as long as you're getting voice acting from Hugo Weaving, it's going to be average. That's going to be its floor.
0: You mean Optimus Prime? Wasn't he Optimus Prime? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, uh, wait. I thought he was in one of the Transformers movies. Maybe not. Maybe he wasn't
1: Optimus Prime. Isn't it the same
0: voice actor from the cartoon? Yeah, I think you're right. It's Peter Cushing. Uh, sorry. It's uh, not Peter Cushing. Isn't that the voice actor for Transform for Optimus Prime?
1: No, that's uh, Tarkin is Peter Cusher.
0: Oh, sorry. Grand Muff Tarkin. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. Last on this list. Uh, it's not really a list because we're just now reading things we found on the Internet. But yes, you always forget that uh, Akira was based on a manga. Um, yeah this is the still the gold standard as far as i'm concerned not that i not that i ingest a lot of anime but this movie holds up and it still has levels to it that i don't quite get like i think i'm too dumb to totally understand what's going on in this movie but i'm a huge fan of giant destruction of cities uh so i do love this movie even though i've never owned it and i've always seen it like twice
1: yeah, I'm not familiar with the book, but I did watch it in my high school Japanese class. Um,
0: and
1: that fuck was yeah. the only time I'd seen it.
0: Konnichiwa, bitches. And we
1: probably had to watch it without subtitles.
0: Oh, so you just had to kind of figure out what the fuck was happening in Japanese yeah. 101? Yeah. Uh, oh.
1: Yeah, but no, I, I just remember the, the craziness. And so that that at least was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, stuff like that, like I'll have to
1: revisit it, like a lot of things on this list.
0: Like sometimes when I watch a movie and then I find out how they made a shot or did a shot or something like that, I'm amazed that that level of technique exists and people are competent in it. Uh, Akira, as old as it is, is still one of those movies that I'm amazed at how well it's, it's made, considering they didn't do computer animation and shit like that. Just like it's astounding how well some people are at their craft. Because I will never be that good at anything. Like sometimes you think, like like the Jamaican bobsled team. All you got to do is be Jamaican, and you probably qualify for the bobsled team. Like or like uh, you pick an obscure sport, and if you just practice it for like four years, you could be an Olympic sure. Olympic athlete at it. If you're from like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Mozambique or something. But uh, like this movie, I will never be good at anything the way these these animators were good at this making this movie. If that makes wow. sense. Something I can't think of what it is no. sweating if there was a if there was a sweating competition everybody's in the top one percent of something well I'm not me i'm in I'm in a weight for height like girth to height, I'm in the top one <laughs> percent <1%. laughs> practically bouncing boy at this point uh yeah, okay, so uh let's wrap this up with a question what do you so if you're not getting a superhero uh, uh, let's say a property you're well known for or a property that that is well known. Uh, What are you looking for in your movie and your adaptation? So if it's something you've never read and something you don't know is your first thought as a comic creator, I hope that they're uh, loyal to the material. And I hope that fans of this get what they want. Or are you like, I just want a good movie. I don't give a shit because I don't I've never read the comic. You know what I'm saying? Like, where do you fall on that spectrum? Okay, so if you're a fan of the book... You want it to be loyal to the book.
1: Yeah, I guess tone-wise. And, and like saying spirit, right? is sort of like a... It, it's such a loaded term and it's ambiguous. Um, but yeah, but they, like Hellboy is an example. I mean, you, you love Mike Mignola's Hellboy and the movie is not that. right um so i don't know i like the ninja turtles the first one was uh I, I think really sort of captured the the tone and the spirit of the mirage book um what else i mean it, it, i don't know it feels like most of the things on this list um um the, they land real wide of the target yeah so i i wonder it is what is it then that they're doing like uh, they're not they're not taking any of this stuff for for brand awareness because nobody knows what any of this shit is so if you're gonna do the mask why don't you do the mask how does it become the thing that it is why well, why I, not just because m- i think make it totally s- something else something entirely different and save yourself the licensing fee
0: I think before the MCU got as popular as it did, they felt like they had to change things because only dorks read comics and only dorks, you know, uh, you know, they got to make it appealing to uh, Joe Schmo and fucking uh, cheerleader Mary and shit. So they they think they may have to make changes to make it fit something like that. Whereas I think once the MCU is rolling in and you're fucking, you got Rocket Raccoon and Groot as two of your biggest stars, now you can go, now you can make it as close to that as possible. Like, uh, I guess like Judge Dredd,
1: right? Does, I I wonder how that comes to be. Does uh, it, does it end up in front of Sylvester Stallone at some point? Does one of the Alan Grant issues of.
0: Oh, I'm sure some produce, I'm sure it was just some producer optioned it, but then Stallone was probably like, Oh, another franchise for me. You know, Rambo's run its course, which apparently it hasn't. Rocky kind of ran its course, which apparently it hasn't. I mean, yeah,
1: I, I, I don't know how you go from that book right. to having the movie with Rob Schneider as comic
0: relief. But which came out first, Demolition Man or Judge Dredd? Because I feel like Demolition Man, I want to say, I feel like Demolition Man might have been a hit and they're like, oh, this is the same shit, but it's built. Oh, yeah,
1: I can totally see that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. But then again, then you have everyone loves dread the Carl Urban dread because it's more in line with the comic. So I feel like at some point they did sort of uh, figure out that like, oh, there's a reason the comics are popular. We can kind of make the movie. Again, Sin City is a perfect example. I think Sin City was a, a huge hit when it came out. Yeah, oh, um, it, went,
1: it, it went so far in the other direction from something like The Mask.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I want... If I've never heard of the property, I just want a good movie. But if I have any knowledge of the property, I would like to see a loyalty to that property in the film.
1: A what spe- kind of loyalty, though? Are, are you wanting uh all of the characters are you wanting um them not to cut stuff are you wanting them not to add stuff
0: yeah i don't i guess i don't know what i mean if i'm saying like i at least want it to feel like the comic don't don't just change names just to change names i don't care if you recast like gender uh, race sex i don't care about that but i want it to be i want it to have the same feel of the comic if the comic is sci-fi and the comic is hard sci-fi, don't give me a fucking bullshit uh, preteen. Don't give me shark girl, and lava girl, shark boy and lava girl when I'm looking for you know aliens or something like that. Um, so yeah, I guess I don't quite know I, I don't have unless I know the creator personally or if it's somebody I've met or if it's someone like Mike Mignola, you want them. That's the saddest part about the the newest Hellboy movie is Mike really was pushing it so whether he really believed in it or he just felt like he had to push it that's fine but uh, it, it w- was not good, and it did not hold up, uh, and I would like to see the creator rewarded, you know with something that's. Something worth a, worth their creation I hate that fucking term I hate what i'm talking when I sound like when I say that, but something worth what they created. Uh, but also, when villains was optioned, I was happy to. It could have been a fucking G-rated Teletubbies, you know, version of villains, and I would have been thrilled just to get paid, you know. Like, uh, but it's so common now. I mean, everything's a comic book movie now. So why not make them all as good as you can make them? You know, I guess that's what's sad now. When you well, see a bad, when you see a bad <laughs> comic book movie now, we know that they can be done well. So sure, but like we
1: say nobody sets out to make a bad comic or a bad film so all the people working on these are trying to make the best thing that they can
0: right yeah you would hope so that said let's uh let's option some shit let's get some let's get some movie money yeah i I don't remember where i saw it. what i was watching but the
1: the commercials for why the last man are out and about um yeah sure whatever I'll, yeah. I'll give it a shot Another comic but, I never read But, but I, I Yeah 15 year old Vertigo book Why is Saga Not a thing anywhere yet It's gotta be uh, Oh I'm sure
0: it's, it's gotta be Brian up. Right somewhere. right It's gotta be the creators It's gotta be the creators because at that point They would have had full control so it's gotta be something They're holding off on or something it, like give that Give
1: me an animated Saga movie that looks like What if
0: there you go yeah yeah uh yeah maybe you know when we're thinking of uh show topic ideas because that's pretty much all I do between now and next Tuesday it's gonna occupy my brain um we've never fan casted like Copperhead or anything that could be fun or not
1: I don't know if I can do that
0: (laughs) yeah I guess I guess if you if you if you have an interest in the IP maybe you shouldn't do that uh so maybe we should each pick a, maybe a topic idea for a future show is we each pick a property we want to see in a movie and we'll fan cast that. It doesn't have to be your IP. Okay. Yeah. Not your IP man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Any other, any final thoughts? I think we covered this entire list. We just pulled off the internet. Now we um, did it. Yeah, we did the damn thing. Another, another one in the books. Uh, Everyone go watch party down. It's fun. It's a fun, yeah, it's, it's a fun show. It's good. Uh, whatever. And then definitely watch uh so if you're going to recommend one movie on this list for someone who's never seen any of these hmm. movies, what would you recommend? I would, I would say, I would say if you don't like comic books, watch Snowpiercer. If you love comic books, watch kick ass or sin city. Okay.
1: Um, I guess I would recommend Scott Pilgrim because never, there's never a time when it's not appropriate. Right. It it's uh, it it always brings a smile to my face. It never fails. I always feel better after I watch that movie.
0: It is a feel good. It's like a drug of a movie. It's a feel good movie. Uh, it's like taking a hit off your vape pen. Uh, Scott, how was your old Ellsworth brewing? Uh, Cn, which means a hundred. Yeah, so. Um, but you can, only, you can only give it five. <laughs> Out of a hundred. Yes. Uh,
1: oh, I, uh, I don't, again, I don't know what a steam ale is. And after my CN, I don't know that I'll explore the, the steam ale uh, genre any further. This was not great. It reminded me a lot of a Scotch ale or red ale, which I'm over a two, maybe just because it's local. Yeah. But uh, this was not my bag. It was not my scene
0: as uh,
1: Nick's S as Nick's S would say. Yeah.
0: uh, I'm going to go. You know, I always feel like I love it when people bring me beers, especially a beer that traveled on an airplane. Uh, You know, I love it. Uh, But again, not my scene. Uh, I don't love Belgian style Trapels. Again, it is that, so I I have found out that a farmhouse is a a lighter version of this, so I can kind of handle farmhouse ales a little bit. Sours, maybe I should get more into sours because they're not what I thought they were, but this is exactly what I thought it was again, it looks like it, feel, it tastes like someone poured out the Lunchables meat juice into a beer and tried to serve it to me, uh, I will say it went down easier, maybe it's the 8.1% halfway through it started getting a little easier. Um, but yeah i'm going to go ahead and, uh, and and pass on this i'm not going to smash it i'm going to pass it i'm also going to give this a two. Oh, I like it yeah and I don't know how much I love that the The company name, Real Ale Brewing, it just sounds sounds like you. It, it,
1: it's like that brewery.
0: Yes, yeah, so you didn't try too hard for your company name there. Uh, Real Ale Rab, at least be Real Ale Distributing, and then you'd be Rad. Uh, and then you know the can art they tried to steal, like the Coop Devilhead, Oh uh, yeah. You know, it's like ah. Uh, Uh, But again thanks thanks to my brother for bringing it to me and feel free to bring me beers anytime he always brings me beers he bought me like shoes and shit he always buys me shit and my wife is like uh, you never get him anything I was like true that. Uh, But that's my brand I don't give anybody anything so. Um, You know, except an hour plus of content every week so you're welcome, ladies. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to get mine at two as well. Scott, uh, send us back in, and hopefully next week uh, we continue the fun. Yeah, be excellent to each other. That's right. Uh, Go Gunners. Go Go Gunners. Go go toffees. Toffees. That's right.